Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another amazing episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. So, this week I have with me a wrestler out of the Missouri area, and that is Chris Slammer. I am very excited to have him on the show. We had a really good conversation, and I think that you guys are really going to enjoy it. I am very excited for you guys to hear this episode, and I'm excited for you to hear some of the other great ones that we have coming up over the next few weeks. At the end of the episode, I'll kind of get into it. I did go to Comic-Con this week, so I'll kind of talk about going to that as well. So if you tune in to the end of the episode, you'll hear me talking about what happened at Comic-Con this year in Northwest Arkansas. It was a great time, but... For those of you who are here just to hear the Chris Slammer episode, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other great episodes we have here as well. So, if you're as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey dad. So where did you actually train at? I made a really good career out of being able to bump, sell, and I had a punch-me face. I wasn't about to call you dad, so... (laughs) Seriously? I felt like I was in an anime or something. People get really mad at those videos for some reason. Like, it triggers certain people. Yeah. Wow. I was actually lost as an independent, and I was taken in by a traveling group of independent wrestlers. (laughs) I love it. I'm excited for this one. Bro! get punched in the face on the daily do you always do these interviews with your shirt off <laughs> what man this guy won't shut up all right everybody so today i have with me a guy that i'm very excited to talk with i kind of reached out to him on a uh, kind of last minute in fact and uh, asked if he'd like to come on the show and he was more than happy to I am excited to talk with him. He is a Missouri-based wrestler, and that is Chris Slammer. Man, how are you doing today? Man, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Had a good, you know, pretty hectic evening, but you know, now I'm settled down. Got the kids done with their homework and everything, and I'm ready to do the podcast. All right, me too. I'm settled down. I'm ready. Yeah. So I, I've got to see, you know, some of your stuff that you've done online and everything like that. And you have a very uh, big uh, social media presence. And uh, I always, I'm highly entertained by what I see on your social media as well. And awesome. uh, you seem to get quite a bit of interaction with your fans and everything too. Um, I, I do look forward to maybe seeing you wrestle here in the future. You know, I, I try to branch out whenever I can to uh, get to some of the shows that are a little further out of my Northwest Arkansas area. So hopefully I'll get to see you soon. Yeah, that'd be great. So we're going to kind of just jump right into this. Um, How did you get into wrestling? What was that one moment that made you decide this is what I want to do? Oh, you know, from being a little kid, you know, the first time I ever watched wrestling, that's all I've ever ever wanted to do anytime anybody ever asked me anything in my life what do you want to be when you grow up wrestler (laughs) so it it took me a little longer to get take that path than a lot of people but um i've made it and i'm just i get you know the old saying goes living the dream (laughs) right (laughs) i guess i guess i I guess i'm more of a a weekend warrior at it i wish i could do more stuff through the week but yeah i've actually been doing quite a bit the last few years pretty excited that's awesome. I know that you've been doing a lot of stuff with New Breed, and I think, mm-hmm. you, I don't know if you still do, but you were holding a championship with them, weren't you, correct? I was. I lost it December 10th, I think, was the last show we had, Okay, last event we had, and I lost that to Superstar Steve, Superstar which Steve. if you go back, I did. If you go back and watch the video, though, my shoulder was about a foot up off the mat, so I don't know the referee needs to go get an eye exam or something, but <laughs> Yeah, I lost it. Uh, That was the TV championship, and we are on TV up in that whole area up there around Lake of the Ozarks and all that. Okay. Uh, Every Saturday night. I forget the channel right off the top of my head, but it is on every Saturday night up there. And then the next day it is on their YouTube channel. So it is actually a title that does get defended on TV. So that's pretty cool. I held that from March until December. So 
had a had a pretty good run with that belt. Yeah. And I was two two belt champion there for a while. I had the Midwest Popcon Championship. I had that for 372 days oh, wow. total. And then I held that belt at the same time as the television title for about 35, 36 days, something like that. Now I lost the Popcon title to Dr. Eisen. And that was that's all, actually in two years, that's only my two losses at Newbreed was when I lost those two belts. So I've got a I've got a pretty good had a pretty good run at Newbreed. So I'm pretty excited about next year to see what it brings. Yeah, I'm, it it looks like uh, you've got a bright future when it comes to this. And I know you said that you don't get to do it as much as you'd like to, but the cool thing is, is that you are get to you are getting to live that dream, even if it yeah. is a couple days a a week. You know that I think that's awesome. You know that you're able to do that. Yeah, I I try to. I mean, almost every almost every weekend I do something. So, yeah looking looking forward to getting this year going i haven't had anything yet but yeah. next this saturday night we'll get it going again <laughs> so how long have you actually been in wrestling uh i think i got going again in 2016 that's when every that's when the ball really got rolling with getting back into it i kind of kind of had a long road uh doing it i had uh Years ago, back in 2003, I started really, well, I did a couple times training. Mm-hmm. I My first taste of wrestling was in 90, 90, what was it, 96 or so. I went out to Slammers Wrestling Gym in California. It's a place I learned about when I was a kid in magazines, and it's a, the only wrestling school I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. And they actually asked me to come out and I went out there for a few days, got to go watch some matches. And any, anyway, that's kind of, I can't honestly tell you what happened to why I never ended up going out there, you know? Yeah. But I, I hold them near and dearer to me. And that's why I have the name slammer. It's that's my, uh, homage way to honor, honor them. And somebody that, you know, care took the time to, they called me and talked to me, sent me some t-shirts and stuff. It's like, man, you guys cared that much. Right. Um, even though I didn't ever go there, it's like, that's awesome to me. So I will, I was just, whenever I become a wrestler, I will be Chris Slammer at some point. That's awesome. So then, uh, then I trained with another guy here, kind of, he was about an hour away from here. This would have been like, nine oh gosh 90 98 ish mm-hmm. and he lived in jackson which was about an hour away and he was ready to get me going and i went to some shows with him helping set the ring up and do stuff and then they decided they his wife took a job in minnesota so they moved and he's like you know if you ever oh. want to train you can come to minnesota to train so <laughs> i was like Okay, and I decided I was going to do this, and my dad was sitting in the hospital waiting on a heart transplant, and I went in to tell her, well, I'm moving to Minnesota to become a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> so I left, and I was gone for a few weeks, and then I ended up, I felt like I've got to go home. Mm-hmm. I was like, hopefully this will work out one day. So I went home, then a guy actually in Farmington, right by where I live, opened a gym up, and he was a local independent wrestler mm-hmm. and he had a ring. And for about a year, I just went over there and at night we'd do some stuff and he ended up moving away. It's like every time something kind of got going, something would kind of stop it. Mm-hmm. So that last go was like in 2003 and or 2002, I think. And then in 2003, I got my job at UPS and that pretty much took over my life. Plus during the time of, working at UPS, I owned a gym for seven years. So I owned a business plus UPS all in one go. So from 2009 to 2016, I had my gym. And in 2016, I decided to close my gym. And as soon as I closed the gym, this guy about 30 minutes away from me, I hear there's a place called lightning pro wrestling training school. And I was, I, got on their Facebook page, liked a post Mm -hmm. by the next morning. He had sent me a message. Hey, 
kind of checking you out here, seeing that uh, you had a picture with Hulk Hogan and seeing a bunch of wrestling stuff. He's like, do you just, are you just a fan? Are you a wrestler? I'm like, you know, I kind of got in the ring, you know, here and there for a while. I, you know, had something I'd like that. He's like, come on out, you know? So I actually went out there, started training with these guys. And I don't know that he had really, it was a, should have been a certified trainer or anything. It's uh-huh. kind of a thing that he had started up. He had a ring. So we had, I mean, it was fun. It, you know, there's several of us go out there and then we started having like, uh, shows like every month, every few weeks. And we, it was just free shows for people to come watch us. And we was getting a pretty good following, but that guy that was running it, he kind of, he liked to do things that he shouldn't have did. And the mm-hmm. next thing you know, it was just kind of done. It, so it was, that was 2016 when that all started. Okay. And it wasn't even quite a year and but it was fun. I was their champion until oh. the end. So that was going on and while I was still part of that CCW was it still a pretty new company Cape Championship Wrestling and mm-hmm. I won some tickets to a event on their Facebook page and then I just kind of started going to some of their some of their events and then I kind of got to know the owners down there and I was like, man, it'd be cool if you guys had some kind of a training or something. And they're like, Oh, you know, you ought to just kind of watch. And they did like, I remember they had a seminar with Jerry Lynn and I went to that. I was like, I'm going to do anything that I can to try to learn and do this, you know, and get better. Right. And then they ended up starting a actual training thing down there and ever, let's see about, I guess it was 2017 when I started going down there. It was just to set up the ring, go there early, set up the ring, do whatever they needed to do, train, mm-hmm. take the ring down at night. So I did that every month for a year. And then they started putting me on on their shows. And it's just pretty much from from pretty much 2018, the beginning of 2018 till now, I've just nonstop been doing something. And I've just kind of branched out from there. So Thank God CCW came along when they did. <laughs> yeah, it, it <laughs> Cause sounds it's like because like, it, it's like every time it's like something was getting to go, it's like something stopped it, you know. And <laughs> right, so pretty well, excited. You know, when the timing's right, it, it, it everything will uh, fall into place. I I really believe that, and uh, yeah, it, it feels like it has for you. And uh, it, I mean, you seem to have a pretty large fan base just with you know, the CCW crowd and the new breed crowd. Um, and yeah, like I said, it, it all starts when it's supposed to, I believe that. I uh, 100%. So one thing that you did bring up was, uh, you work with UPS, uh, yeah. and, um, that's gotta be an interesting job. I'm sure you meet all it kinds is. of, uh, interesting folks doing that. You, you name it. And it's probably happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so i do have one question about that what is okay if you can at answer this or not i don't know but what is the strangest thing that you've had to deliver the strangest thing that i've had to deliver uh-huh oh boy strangest thing i've had to deliver i had to de- <laughs> i've had to deliver a coffin Oh, whoa, really? And, and it, well, and the thing that sucked, it was a baby coffin. Oh, no. And yeah, I mean, it was in a box and stuff, but mm-hmm. I knew what it was. Yeah. And it was, it was just, it was weird. Yeah. I, that, so I, that, that was pretty strange. Yeah. That, that would do it. That's not one that you would want to uh, have to do. I know that for sure. Yeah. 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 It, not I've never been a big fan of going in the funeral homes anyway, but it's right. like, oh, it was just this little bitty box, and I knew what was in it. It was like, oh, oh no. it was, yeah, 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 weird. Yeah, um, I actually have a uh, a buddy who worked for um, another. It's not UPS. I don't. I I think it's called uh, DHL. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he actually got to deliver some uh, championship belts to jason oh. jones's house oh nice <laughs> so and then when we went to a show he was like i think i delivered 
belts to his house and sure enough it was him so and that was like our first show that we went to so oh nice yeah so you never know who you're gonna run into doing that yeah it, and that, that's the pretty neat thing about you know people people know i'm a ups driver and a wrestler mm-hmm. and they see my post so it's pretty cool you know driving down the street they'd be like yo slammer and they're over there <laughs> double bicep and me i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, who, I think I know the answer to this one, but I want to go ahead and ask you: Who do you say? Who would you say is one of your biggest influences for your character? One million percent Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he's he's my favorite wrestler. He's always been my favorite wrestler. Right. And the whole the whole thing. It's funny when a lot of people are like, "You Hulk Hogan ripoff." It's like I'm not trying to be Hulk Hogan. I don't look like him. Right. It's like I do a few of his moves. I do, you know, I, you know, when I, when I was a kid, yeah. what do you say? Train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins. Mm-hmm. I've done that. Mm-hmm. If I can pass that information along to some little kid that might get that, that would be pretty awesome. You know, I, I'm trying to be an, you know, an influence to people. Hey, train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins. Right. It's a, it's, it's a, it's just a way of life, you know. And I, I mean, my move set, you know, I do the big boot and the leg drop, but right. That that whole thing, you know, when I was down at CCW, mm-hmm. but if this is okay, if I get into how this all got going, sure, I guess yes. You 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 wanted to know the Hulk Hogan thing, so yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I when I was uh, still doing their training and stuff, Jason the Booker had come up to me and he's like, "Hey, we have a every year we have a sh- event, which we're getting ready to have one in uh, two weeks at CCW, the One Night Riot." which is basically Royal Rumble rules, one entrant every couple minutes, you know, 30, 30 wrestlers. So in, was that 2018? I think it was 2018, February-ish, whatever. Mm-hmm. The month before that, he said, hey, I'm going to have you be in the one night riot next month. I was like, okay, you know, and I just was elated that I was finally going to, you know, be on the card in, uh, as a wrestler and i just remember thinking all right man chris slammer chris slammer all right <laughs> and i was like i i had ordered me some trunks and boots which weren't in yet and they weren't going to even make it in by the time of this event which sucked because i had ordered the stuff like four months before and i ended up having to go through paypal for them to get a hold of this guy to finally get my stuff to me which i finally ended up got but it was you know after the event right but anyway they said they asked me they're like the booker he's like hey uh do you have anything like early 90s looking hogan and i was like you mean like this i have a tie-dyed hulkamania tank top he's like that's it he's like bring (laughs) that and wear it so i had that like a head bandana and i was like all right and then one of the guys had some red trunks that i borrowed i had some weightlifting shoes i was like i already had some knee pads i'm like okay so now i'm <laughs> chris slammer drain you know i he, what what it was I, he was gonna have i came out and i threw a couple guys out and then i had to meet up with a great big guy and it was almost kind of like an andre hogan type moment mm-hmm. so anyway every everybody that knew me i you know my social media everything is hulk hogan you know here i'm right. with hulk hogan you know blah 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 mm-hmm. so uh people associate me with Hulk Hogan a lot because of my posts and things. So it kind of just worked into this, you know, me at first I was kind of a deranged, you know, I'd be macho man with this move, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but anyway, now it's, now it's kind of me, but you know, yeah, I have my, uh, Hulk Hogan ways per se, but right. I, you know, I still do my stuff. Oh Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I love that because I mean, as a kid, uh, Hulk Hogan was my favorite. Um, he, you know, uh, that's what I loved, and uh, I remember I had the old Hulkamania hat, and I wore it all the time. And I was still little whenever he uh, flipped the heel on WCW, okay. and I remember I threw the hat on the ground when he did that and started crying because really? it just broke yeah. my heart, you know, because I was this little kid you know, and he was my hero, you know? (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So, but over time, you know, I realized, okay, this is all right. You know, it's kind of cool, you know, and everything. And I kind of got back into it, but I've Hulk Hogan was always the one 
that got me into wrestling to begin with. But then, you know, yeah. as time went on, Attitude Era came along, you know, things like that. And then Ruthless Aggression, you know, and I have all these other ones that I love to watch now too. But Hulk Hogan will always have a special place for me because he was the first wrestler that I love to watch. That's awesome. And, you know, when he when he turned, it was probably it was time for him to do something different. Yeah. And I mean, once he turned, man, I was right there with, I was like, this is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And I always liked Hall and Nash. So, I mean, it was like, it was just so perfect at the right time and wrestling just needed that at the time. And right, man, I love the NWO. That is like probably my favorite thing. And that's, you know, people ask me, like, do you like red and yellow Hogan or black and white? It's like, you know, man, I got to give the edge to the black and white, you know, because it was just, so cool (laughs) yeah it was Uh, and and, you know i think that that is where i realized there's something more to this it's not just you know uh it's not what they say it is you know i I started realizing oh well this is a story you know so it it was it's kind of a a memory that i'll never forget you know is whenever he did the turn and uh, i can appreciate it now yep so who would you say is one of your favorite opponents to wrestle? One of my favorite opponents to wrestle. Oh boy. Well, I'll tell you what, that, that last match I had with superstar Steve, uh-huh. I mean, he is so good mm-hmm. that I watched that match back and he just, he made me look like a million bucks. At least I think that I did. I mean, and Scott, the promoter, he even told me after match, he goes, that's one of the best matches I've seen in a while. So that meant a lot to me. It's like, wow, I must have really, I must have really been on my game that night. It just was a fun night. It sucked I lost, but man, that match was fun, and I really enjoyed that. So, I mean, every, I, I really have enjoyed almost every single match I've had. Uh huh. I would say. I've, I've, I've literally enjoyed almost every single person I've been in the ring with. I mean, there's been a couple of exceptions in there. You know, you've got a, you know, you get a couple guys with a little bit of a attitude or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, I won't get into all that. I mean, there's just been, I mean, literally there's just been a couple of people that, I mean, I would not want to, you know, deal with again, but right. other than that, I mean, 99% of, everybody I've wrestled has just been super cool. And I think every I, I feel, area of I feel wrestling like I've has learned that something. Yeah. I feel like I've learned whoever I wrestle, I take something away from almost every match. It's like, Oh right. wow. You know, I did this, but I could have did this a little better, you know? Yeah. So it's always just, it's always a, a learning experience and just something fun and new. And I just always want to get better. So I like to wrestle people that are good, kind of like you know like steve i mean dude's mm-hmm. done it forever and it's just cool to get their knowledge and do something with them and have a good match you know yeah so would you say that that match that you uh, mentioned is uh, your favorite match that you've had it, it yeah i i gotta say that was that was pretty fun. now i'm you know i won that belt uh-huh. uh what you know well the tv title i actually won that in a battle royal Okay. Which that that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, you know, I beat the Suplex Cyclone Kurt Gannon. I you've heard of him, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you haven't. I don't know. Uh, oh anyway, yeah, no, I've been talking about him. I mean, trying to get him on the show. Yeah, uh, you. Yeah, he he's he's great. I mean, yeah. I, I here he is a Suplex and machine, and somehow I've walked away three and zero against him. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that, that's that's saying something there yeah he uh oh boy them suplex boy that german suplex that is something <laughs> <laughs> always said i never really i always said i never wanted to take that german suplex he's probably done it to me 20 times in three matches and that's 20 <laughs> times too many <laughs> yeah, that's yeah that can get rough <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, do you have a favorite feud that you've been in? A favorite feud? Well, I had a feud. I had a tag team partner down in Cape, and uh-huh. 
we were a tag team for quite a while. We weren't very successful per se. So we started to have a feud after he turned on me and that was at CCW and it never got resolved at CCW. So that's always kind of bothered me. Yeah. So that is a feud that we had. Now okay. we actually hear it locally in Farmington. There was an event that happened here back in October and it was a Lucha show and the Mexican restaurant here in town had been getting, Hey, will you promote this? I'm like, I want to be on it. <laughs> and I ended up talking to the promoter and got on the card and he, you know, put me and my ex tag team partner in a match together. So I did get the win over him. So I got a little bit of retribution, but I never kind of got that in front of the CCW crowd. That still would have been cool at the same time. I, I mean, he, he turned on me, but it sure would have been cool to have a run as tag team champions with him too. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been really cool. Um, so do you prefer to work heel or do you prefer to work face? Um, I like being face because I, I'm trying, you know, I like for the kids to look up to me and stuff. Right. And at the same time, man, working hills sometimes can be pretty cool. The first time that I did it was by accident. Uh, <laughs> by accident. By accident, I just, I went to a show at an event at South Broadway here in St. Louis Mm -hmm. And I just went as a fan. I know some of the wrestlers and I went there and the promoter was like, yo, slammer, come here. I walked over there. He's like, we had somebody not show up tonight. You bring your gear with you. Yep. And had a talk with them and they said, okay, we're going to put you in a match with CJ shine, who is one of their top baby faces. And it was a 15 minute Broadway. And I'm always been a baby face. So when I came out, I mean, they were booing me because I'm wrestling one of their top baby faces. Right. So I just kind of went with it. <laughs> and my buddy that went with me said, Hill Slammer is one of the coolest things that I have ever seen. So I must have did pretty good at it because he's a big wrestling fan. And he said it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I would like to see. It was it was fun and it was fun to interact with the fans, especially when they, we get a lot of people there. And so when you get four or 500 people there booing you, yelling at you, it's pretty mm -hmm. fun to interact with that. Right. Right. So speaking of the fans, do you have like a favorite moment uh, of a fan interaction? Let's see. Probably that same night when I w was healed by accident, I just yeah. had these people just, I mean, they were really carrying on flipping me off, yelling at me. <laughs> and I just sat between the ropes and I got a picture of it and I just held the ropes up. And I said, step on up. <laughs> 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 and I kind of seen the security guards kind of walk over there by the, by the rail. I was like, step on up here, man. I <laughs> they just getting prepared. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, <laughs> Most yeah. of my fan interactions are fun. I love the kids coming up. I love taking pictures with people. And yeah. so mo most 99% of the time, it's a good positive. Let's get a good double bicep slammer pose. Right. Picture, you know, and talk to the fans for a minute. Yeah. Uh, you can definitely tell when uh, in the pictures that I've seen of you with fans and everything that you enjoy doing that, you know, uh, you I can see it. the joy in your face with yep. that. So yep, it's great. So it, I noticed you, you have two different um, accounts. You have the Chris slammer and then you have slammer on, uh, mm -hmm. on Facebook and stuff. Yep. And uh, so you're very interactive on both of those accounts and everything. And, uh, I, it seems to be, uh, kind of helping bring more attention to, uh, the Chris slammer gimmick. Yeah. I, well, number self promotion is your best promotion. Right. And people, people like to be interacted with when they do talk to you. Yes. So I, I do enjoy interacting with the fans like that i try to make some kind of a post that's going to be entertaining in some sort of way it's like yeah. I, I don't i don't do any you'll never see anything negative out of me on facebook i'm not gonna throw out political views i'm not gonna make some dumb yeah. post that doesn't make any sense it's just it's typically going to be something wrestling related it might be something to do with my 
UPS or something. Mm-hmm. I tried to make it fun, you know, and it, yeah. And, and also, you know, just the interactions and stuff and, you know, promoters and stuff see that. And I think that's helped me a lot with a lot of the stuff I've done because promoters like to see you out there promoting stuff because that means you must uh, promote your events and what's coming up. So I'm, I'm always happy to promote and help myself out and help that promotion out that I'm working for because I want everybody to succeed. For sure. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. Uh, you, you've got to kind of, and that's kind of a goal that, you know, you got to try to set goals for yourself on uh, trying to help out with what you're trying to do. And whenever you're working with these other organizations and stuff, because you are trying to build that up, like you said. Yep. So what are some of the uh, long-term goals that you have for uh, your wrestling? Long-term goals. I mean, the ultimate all want to be goal. I want to be on Monday night raw. I mean, that's just a, or, you know, you know, just the ultimate dream would be to be on WWE. I mean, that's just right. the childhood want to do. Uh, I know a lot of guys that are, you know, extras on Monday night raw and stuff. You know, you've seen the ice man on there and stuff. Yes. Uh, SmackDown. It's just like, if I could just get that, you know, I want, I just want to so bad be on yeah. Monday night raw or something, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that, that is a, that's a goal that I have that I think is still attainable. Yeah. Uh, I'd say as far as goals, you know, every, every wrestling organization I'm in, I, you know, I want to be the champion of course. So, I just, and, you know, just have good matches. I just want to be on the shows, do a good job. Yeah. I want people to, you know, you know want to come see me. Right. I try to give the, pre- you know, I, I want people to come see me. So, yeah, uh, I, I hope that was a good answer. <laughs> I, I, sit there try, I was trying to word it the best that I could. I want people to come see me. I want to be your champion. You know, right. I want to have a good match and I want to entertain and just be the, just keep doing my thing. Right. Yeah. No, that, that makes perfect sense to me. Um, so I did want to go back to something. Uh, you, uh, have the picture where you met Hulk Hogan and stuff. What was it like Mm -hmm. meeting him? And did he hold up to, uh, the standard of, uh, that, that vision that you had of him? Yep. Uh, he's been super cool. Uh, he's got that shop down in Florida at Clearwater. And I've been there, I've been there a a million times and I've just kind of become, you know, friends with the guy that runs it for him uh-huh. and he's made it possible, you know, Hey, Hogan's going to be here in a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what the last time I seen him was in 2018 uh-huh. and it was about three weeks before they had the NWO reunion down there. And it was like Hogan okay. Nash and hall. Yeah. And I was there about th- the way I have to do my vacations at UPS. I pick my vacations a year in advance. Oh, wow. So okay. I already know my, va- I've got six weeks of vacation next year and I've already got my six weeks already planned. Oh, so wow. like there, you know, uh, in 2018, I was down in Florida just a few weeks before that event. But anyway, I was down, we was down there and, we walked in there one morning. We had just worked out at Bushwhacker Luke's gym, which me and Luke, I've become very good friends with Luke over the years. And Hogan was coming down to his shop because he was going to need to sign some stuff to have for that reunion. And me and my wife, we was in there. October is an awesome time of year to be in Clearwater because it is downtime. Kids are back in school. People really aren't on vacation at, yeah. at that time. Yep. So it is like literally me and my wife at Hogan's shop. We're just kind of hanging out, talking to the guy that runs it. And he's like, Hogan's going to be here about one. And this is like 11. It's like, okay, well, we'll, we're going to go get something to eat. We'll probably come back. Yeah. So we came back 1230 or so. And he's talking to him and the worker in there. And one, one o'clock ish came along and the girl that worked there, we'd seen her go up and, by the front door and seen her lock the door and it's like did she just locked the door and Hulk comes <laughs> out 
and it was me and my wife, Hulk Hogan, and the manager and the girl working at the shop there. Wow. And Hogan came out there and was signing all this stuff, and we spent about an hour with him in there. Uh-huh. And it was awesome. <laughs> that's cool. That, yeah, that that's a dream come true right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, it, it still blows my mind to this day. It's like, well, we literally sat there and talked to Hulk Hogan for an hour. And, you know, it's like it, it, it wasn't no setup, you know, like he has his autograph sessions where you can pay to go meet him. It's like literally there I was and just kind of just hang. We just hung out and talked to him just like we're just talking now, just having a good time. He just so happened to be signing some stuff while we was talking. That's cool. I, I've got to do that with one wrestler and it was um, last year at uh, the Northwest Arkansas Comic-Con uh, Booker T was there and oh, nice. there was a lull like there was nobody in line it was just him just hanging out there by himself and I was like okay uh, now's my chance to go up there and I just went and we just talked for a few minutes it was just a normal conversation like you said like me and you were having right now we talked about my podcast a little bit you know and he was such a down-to-earth guy it was really cool so uh, yep. yeah it, it's it's always refreshing whenever you meet these people and they are down to earth and you're able to have a good conversation with them yeah it's kind of like jimmy hart i mean jimmy hart he was up here at ccw a couple of years ago uh-huh and I'm a huge Jimmy Hart fan anyway. And when I see him walk in, I was like, oh my gosh, it's Jimmy Hart, you know? (laughs) So he was just sitting there in a chair and he was so cold because he lives in Florida. Here it was January and it was cold outside. Poor Jimmy's sitting there with gloves on, cold. (laughs) But he was just sitting there. And I just ran over to him and I just said, hey man, thank you so much for being here, you know, up at our event. Right. Like literally one of my favorite people. Uh and he just started talking to me and he was talking to me i'm like next thing i know i'm just kind of sitting i kind of sat down there by him i talked to him forever (laughs) and then they had me kind of sit with him at his table and stuff because they knew what a big fan i was man Uh and got to see him a couple times now and gosh he's so awesome (laughs) that's cool that is really cool and it's like bushwhacker luke he owned that gym down there uh right above hogan's shop and he sold it a couple years ago to a guy but we've been down there working out so many times while he owned it and i've just become friends with luke and Uh me and luke were actually supposed to tag team together this past july and the event got canceled oh man i was uh that's gonna be disappointed (laughs) i it's like he he it's like man, that we got we got to make that happen still. Right. Yeah, for sure. I'm guessing you said that you've become pretty good friends with him, right? Yeah. He's yeah. Is he he's a pretty down to earth guy, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, and last year me and Heather we'd went down uh to Clearwater and mm-hmm. I like I texted him I'm like, "Hey, we'll be down." He's like, "Hey, let me know when you're here and we'll grab breakfast or something." That's the very first thing that happened like the neck the first full day we was there we right. met up with him like first thing in the morning and he literally bought us breakfast and wow. hung out with us and it's like i'm like five-year-old chris sitting there <laughs> freaking out because i'm even, <laughs> even though i've been with him many times it's like yeah. it's like bushwhacker luke here it's like they came <laughs> to take our order and i ordered like two pieces of toast and my wife's like i knew you wasn't in your right mind because you ordered like a piece of bread to eat <laughs> and like when they bring it out, Luke's like, that's all you're going to eat. <laughs> and oh, it's like, I knew, I knew you was out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a cool thought come to mind whenever you was talking about Jimmy Hart and everything. Wouldn't it be the coolest thing ever for him just for one match to manage you? That's, that's the other thing. And I, I want that to happen so bad. And I was, uh, I, that's, that's still on, that's still on my list too. I would love to have Jimmy walk out with me to be my manager. Yeah, I, I know he's been doing a lot of stuff with uh, Mid-States Wrestling here recently. Um, he's done a few um, events. I've seen him with Jason Jones quite a bit. And, you know, Jason Jones probably needs to bring the slammer in. You know it. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so let's kind of get into some uh, a little bit more about you and everything. Um, what are some hobbies that you have outside of uh, doing wrestling? Outside of wrestling, pretty much my life is 
consumed with UPS for the most part, Monday through Friday. Uh-huh. But every night I come home, like I said, I used to own a gym. Yeah. I owned it until 2016, and I actually had the building until 2018. Okay. So when I got rid of the building, I had to move what equipment that I wanted to use that I could put in my single car garage at my house that I used to have. Okay. We moved into our new house in 2019. And one of the awesome things with this house is it had a thousand square foot outbuilding. So I've got all, I've got a commercial gym in my backyard. That that's and nice. That's where I spend most of my time in the evenings when I'm home, and I've got this. Uh, I got a wrestling room downstairs with all my toys and wrestling memorabilia and stuff. So uh-huh. I love to collect wrestling figures and anything wrestling. So pretty much wrestling is pretty much my life. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you uh, collect wrestling figures. Do you have any that are, uh, what's your favorite wrestling figurine that you've got? Boy, <laughs> that's tough. It is uh, tough. I, I know I've that as a, uh, as a collector myself, I know what you mean. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because I just have so many and I got so many different types. It's like, you know, this new superstars line that just came out that kind of look like the old Rimco's. Yes. Yeah. I love those. Those are cool. I've got the first three series already. Uh-huh. And these are some of my most favorite things in that Hollywood Hogan. I had to have it. It's like, if I just had this one, then I'd get the whole series. That's like one of my favorite figures. And just like, you know, I got all the first two series of uh, the Hasbro line from mm-hmm. the, you know, 19. 19- 90 okay uh and you remember the bendems the just toys bendems and all my stuff has been on card too all this stuff's unopened okay i'm i'm a i'm an ocd i like stuff neat freak yeah and i've got the entire bendem series really so i don't know if you ever see my little videos and stuff but I, i try to put videos on my stuff just to show what i have so yeah I'll have to go through and look for those. I haven't got to see those videos yet. Yeah. If you look at my reels, I just put one on a couple of days ago on my Facebook reels. Uh huh. So yeah, that that's, that's, I got some, I got some pretty cool stuff. That's cool. It's funny because the, uh, just about every wrestler that I've brought on here, they have some form of wrestling toys that they keep, you know, uh, there's another guy that I'm actually going to be bringing back on next month. Uh, Joe Helms. And, uh, he's always, uh, yeah, I know Joe. you know, Joe, yeah, he's a good mm-hmm. guy. And, uh, I've, he always posts pictures and stuff whenever he gets, uh, new wrestling toys and stuff like that. So, um, but I've started my own collection as well, but it's funny because like I said, all these wrestlers and they, uh, they have toys too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I, I mine, mine's pretty pretty cool i'm sitting there looking at it all right now it's like i come down here and i just sit and i i could sit here and look at it one action figure and just look at it forever and just be yeah. like wow yeah <laughs> yeah it, it it's nice because it brings you joy and you know not everybody understands that but just being able to look at them because like all of mine i've got mine right behind me right now and uh you know some of them are there's reasons why i got them and then there's some of them i just thought they were cool to look at so you know but right like i said not everybody's gonna get it nope (laughs) (laughs) so do you have a dream match like one that you would like to have before you were to hang it up oh gosh i really don't know that i really have a dream match i just i want to wrestle everybody everywhere Uh so is that is that a dream match sure (laughs) your dream is to to wrestle everybody it is yeah that makes total sense to me um so what is your process whenever you're going to prepare for a match do you have a like a ritual that you like to do before you uh, go out there um pretty much it's i'm kind of a guy that's I know my social media presence probably portrays me as being like a real sociable person, but I'm really not. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get, I, you know, I'm kind of that person. I, I like to stay home, you know, and stuff like that. So 
when I get into the locker room, I do my hellos and stuff, Mm -hmm. but I pretty much find somewhere where I can mostly be by myself or, Uh you know, for the most part, I just like to, as soon as I get wherever I'm at, the first thing I do, I change into my wrestling gear and I, you know, just try to kind of be by myself, stretch out a little bit and then just kind of go hang out by my merch table get things set up and be out by that, you know, for the most part, but you know, just your normal, you know, I'll be, I'm, I'm the stretching guy. I'll be back there stretching out and stuff. And, you know, uh, uh, somebody asked my daughter, they're like, Hey, uh, we seen, we seen your dad. He's just kind of over there in a chair by himself. Is he okay? She's like, he's okay. That's just, that's just how, how <laughs> he is. So, so, so if anybody, if any wrestler ever sees me and I'm just off by myself, I'm okay. I just, <laughs> <laughs> You're not moping. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just I'm just off by myself. <laughs> Sometimes you just need that, you know. I mean, yeah, I, I totally understand that. You you've got to get yourself in a mindset. I would, you know, whenever you're about to go out there and do your thing too. So you've got to. Oh yeah. Almost get in that mind space, you know. And so yeah, I can understand needing that that time to yourself to get there. Oh, you you have to. I mean, it it's just you just got to. Yeah. So do you have a favorite current wrestler? A favorite current wrestler? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good one. Uh, favorite current wrestler. I should, I should know this answer. I mean, there, there's <laughs> several guys that, that I do like. Uh, huh? I mean, I, I'm, st- I'm still a Chris Jericho fan. I've always oh, been a Jericho too. fan. I get, I guess, I guess he's still, I guess he's still current. He is. Yes. <laughs> uh, I like CM Punk. I don't know that he's really current right now since he's not doing anything. I do. I like Roman Reigns. I used to not like Roman Reigns. He's kind of somebody mm-hmm. that kind of grew on me over time. Right. But if you remember back in the 90s, The Rock really wasn't a fan favorite of anybody's by any means. But once he no. kind of came into his own, started being The Rock and not, you know, kind of started to like him a little bit more. So, right. Yeah. I, I, I do like Roman Reigns. I enjoy, you know, when he comes out, you know, and I do like Cody Rhodes. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's a few guys out there that I, I don't really, I you know, there's nobody I really dislike. I, for the most part, I mean, there's some guys I wonder, I, I don't get the appeal of them, like John Moxley. I never really liked him as Dean Ambrose, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's fine and all, but I don't get the whole – yeah with him i understand that one i was i'm right there with you out of the three of them i think he was my least favorite and for me roman reigns my thing i like him now like you do um Mm -hmm. but they kind of shoved him down our throats for a while and that's probably what it was i just i'm one of those you do that to me i'm i'm gonna buck you know i'm not gonna go with it you know, you're yeah. trying to force something. I'm the same way with my friends. I'll be like, oh, you need to watch the show. You need to watch the show. Well, the more that they bug me about it, the less I want to watch that show. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's the exactly. same way with the wrestler. You know, oh, he's the man. You got to like him. No, no, I don't. So, yeah. But yeah. Rollins, I've always liked. I, I'll just go ahead and say that. I, I do like him. Uh, I don't like like his current thing i yeah I, I don't really like the the whole laugh thing and all that that kind of is annoying but <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i agree but as far as a wrestler goes he can go and yeah uh yeah i mean he he's he's great as far as wrestling goes well i, I mean he maybe he'll when he comes back i think we'll see a different character you know because i know he is out with an injury i think right now he uh hurt his knee again and because uh, he posted that uh, re- rebuild uh, tweet out uh, from whenever he got injured the last time. So maybe whenever he comes back, we'll see something new from him. You know, I got the TV on in the background here and I just seen him hobbling out there on crutches. It looked like him and Austin Theory, which that, you know, I, I do like Austin Theory. I, I do yeah. like him a lot. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. For, it's it's Monday. I, I haven't I, I always watch mine on uh hulu they have a 90 minute version of it that kind of oh. does the the main parts of raw 
And so that's usually how I watch it on Tuesday is when it shows up on there. So I always forget well, that's, that you know, that's, it's that's Monday. That's the best way to watch it, make it a condensed version. Yeah. You know, I've, I've seen, I, I, I won't say I've watched every episode of Monday Night Raw since 93, uh-huh. but you couldn't have made me miss it for from 93 to two years ago. But I yeah. mean, this, it's just not good anymore <laughs> right yeah it's it, hard to watch it is there are uh, there's some things i do like about what's going on but it's very hard there's to watch glimmers of hope but yes. it's it's really hard to watch and i i know a lot of people that feel that same way it's like you just like you're explaining it's like you understand mm-hmm. i told my wife about a week or so ago there's a match on tv and i said hey, she was doing she was walking through the room i said hey come here and look at this real quick she's like what i said look at those fans at this monday night run she goes they're just sitting there not doing anything yeah i said you remember like in the 90s i said you couldn't get people to sit in their seats because they were coming out of it right so it yeah it's 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 a different it's a different ball game these days it is at, at one of the things though also when it comes to the fans <laughs> It's hard to yeah. get them to interact now because they've seen it all, you know? Yep. And so they're, they're not seeing anything new. So therefore they're not getting excited about it. And uh, it, it's very hard to get that fan to pop like they would before. Right. Yeah. So I've only got a few more questions for you on here and then we'll okay. get you off of here. Um, but where all have you wrestled at? Where all have I wrestled at? Uh, well, Cape Championship Wrestling, which were based out of Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Breed, of course, which were all over the place up there. You know, that Lake of the... I always say the Lake of the Ozarks area. It's Eldon, uh, Sedalia, Fulton, Columbia, uh, Macon, you know, all yeah. those areas up that way. Yeah. Uh, and I've been wrestling it, which I'm going to be at this Saturday night, MMWA up in St. Louis. And we wrestle at the South Broadway Athletic Club up there, which is right up by the brewery. And this okay. place is rocking. I know that uh, as of last night, we were 28 seats away from a sellout, which is 500 tickets. Uh-huh. And this, man, that place is rowdy from the minute the bell rings for the first match until the bell rings for the end of the main event and it is so much fun man i'm so pumped to be back up there so wrestle there i've been wrestling i've wrestled in illinois now a couple times at pro wrestling epic and illinois elite wrestling okay Uh, i've wrestled at american hostile championship wrestling they're based down in southern uh southeast missouri Mm -hmm. like that poplar bluff area down there Okay. And I've wrestled down at Revolutionary Wrestling in Arkansas. Okay, cool. Several times, so I've been I've been around. You've been to a few places, yeah. I have been, <laughs> and I think that's I think that's pretty much everything, unless I'm missing something. <laughs> so, if people want to follow you online, how can they do that, and where can they find you? Well, Chris Slammer on Facebook. Uh, I also have my uh, Slammer fan page mm-hmm. on Facebook. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Max Jim, M-A-C-S-G-Y-M. That was the name of my gym that I used to have. It's still okay. my handle on Twitter. Uh, Instagram is Chris underscore Slammer. I think it's all lowercase letters, too. I'm on TikTok at Slammermania. I got a YouTube channel, and I think I'm Chris Slammer on there. I think that's all my is that all my socials. Let me look at my phone here real quick. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. I think that covers all those. Yeah, that's all those. All right. And is there any last thoughts that you want to give to your fans? Any words that you want to say to them before I get you off of here? Anytime I'm in your area, you should come watch me wrestle and You'll have a good time. Get a picture with me and run wild with me, brother. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, man. And train Summer. say your prayers and eat your vitamins. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Drink some water, brother. <laughs> Be healthy. Happy New Year. <laughs> All right, Slammer. It was great having you on. I really appreciate you. And I can't All wait right. to see what happens with you in the future. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Thanks for reaching out. I'm glad we was able to make it work tonight. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, you have a great night. You do the same. Thank you. All right. Hello, friends. We'll get you back to your regularly scheduled podcast in just a minute. But first, Ocho here. I am the host of the Drunk Discussions podcast, a podcast that started back in 2017 and has been on hiatus for about two and a half, three years ever since my co-host left me to go back home to Saskatchewan. But in 2022, I brought the podcast back. And although the show is still trying to refine and reestablish itself and the direction in which it's going, I would greatly appreciate it if you join me on the journey. Sometimes I do the show solo. More often than not, I have a friend or two that stops by to join me on each episode. So if you're a fan of podcasts and you're a fan of shenanigans, especially drunk shenanigans, check out the Drunk Discussions podcast, available on most major podcasts and platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and the main source of uploading is podbeandrunkdiscussions.podbean.com, and you can give the show a follow at Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, or facebook.com slash drunkdiscussions. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. This is a Cat's Pajamas, a.k.a. Cat's PJs, and I'm the host of Cat's Pajamas Radio Show. Well, what is it that I got at the radio show, you may ask? I've got everything from live interviews with various people from wrestling to bands and musicians and artists artist collectives we talk all things conspiracies scary stories and uh, fun random music facts you can check me out on spotify at cat's pajamas radio show got a really killer playlist for all of you as well or you can find me on instagram cat's pajamas one two three so i hope y'all go ahead and give that a listen a special thanks to uh, If We Give a Daughter Podcast for putting me on. Much love. Appreciate it. So, my name is Matthew Terry. I have a podcast. It comes out every Friday on Spotify, iTunes, most places you can find podcasts. Uh, the podcast is It's Time to Fight. It's a wrestling podcast. Now, I see that sour look on your face, but this podcast is different than other wrestling podcasts. It's the highbrow wrestling podcasts, if you will. Now, what does that mean? Well, if you're looking for a podcast that digs up dirt on people, this is not your podcast. If you're looking for a podcast that tries to nurture controversy to secure clicks, this is not your podcast. Um, my podcast does not sound like a bunch of guys and girls sitting in their basement, hooting and hollering, every second word being an expletive, telling dirty stories, gossiping about the world of wrestling, or pretending that I know more than what I really do. I talk to my guests about things that other podcasts don't talk about, and I take great pride in doing that. Now, in case you're wondering, am I trying to say that my podcast is too good for some people? Not at all. I would never suggest anyone is not good enough to listen to my show. I'm just giving you a heads up. See you Friday.
All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Chris Slammer. He was a lot of fun to talk with, and uh, he's a really great guy. I'm glad that I was able to get him on the show. Um, So I've got some pretty cool episodes that are coming up over the next few weeks. I'm going to have a few wrestlers, and I'm going to have a few uh, singers, and I'm going to have a comedian. I'm going to have all kinds of people coming, so you guys just stay tuned. Uh, check out the Facebook page and check out the Instagram and all those other places. I will be announcing who will be on. Usually I put out something on the Friday before the episode is released. So if you want to follow me on there to find out who's going to be on the next week, that would be a great way to do that. Um, I am very excited about it. I've got all kinds of great guests. So yeah, you guys just stay tuned. And if you guys want to follow me on social media so you can keep up with those things, you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Twitter, you can find me on Hive. Um, And if you want to go on any of those, you can just look up If You Give a Data Podcast, or if you want to go directly to it, on Facebook, it's at I-Y-G-A-D-A-P, the acronym for If You Give a Data Podcast, or as I like to say, IGADAP. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, and that's at Give a Dad a Podcast, and on Twitter and Hive, it is the same, and that's at Dad Podcast One One. Also, if you guys would like to send me an email, you can do so by sending it to um, Give a Dad a Podcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Uh, I appreciate any interaction that I'm able to get with my listeners. It uh, means the world to me, and you guys. Uh, have no idea how much it makes me smile when I do hear from you guys. If you want to tell me what you think of the episode, if you like it, if you don't like it, if there's a subject that you would like me to bring up or a person you would like me to bring on, then reach out to me and tell me who you'd like me to have on or what you'd like me to talk about. I'm always open to my listeners to see what they want and what they want to hear. If you guys want to, if you liked this episode, then go out and rate and review it. Um, You can... Whatever you're on, you can go give me a thumbs up, give me a star rating, whatever you want to do. But tell me what you think of this episode. So I did tell you guys that I would talk about uh, Comic-Con just a little bit. Uh, I got to go to the Northwest Arkansas Comic-Con this year again. It was a lot of fun. I actually got to go with one of my buddies um, who I do plan on bringing on the show here pretty soon. Uh, We'll just call him Firefighter Matt. Um, He is one of my really good friends that I've had for quite a few years. And I do plan on bringing him on here. We'll talk about all kinds of stuff. We might even have an episode where we talk about some of the crazier things that he has seen on the job as a firefighter. Um, If you guys would like to hear that one, let me know. I think that that would be a really cool episode to have on. He's also one of my friends that I watch stuff like Rick and Morty with. And um, we actually went through and me and him watched all of South Park together at one time. It took us a few months to get through that. But it was a lot of fun, and so we have a lot of memories of that. And today we got to make some memories by going to Comic-Con together. And we got to meet Billy West, who is the... uh, He's Fry from Futurama. He's also Professor Farnsworth, and he played on Ren and Stimpy. He was also the Red M&M. This guy has been all kinds of people, and it was really cool. Very down-to-earth. A lot of fun to get to talk to him and meet him. Um, I also got to meet Hacksaw Jim Duggan... Ho! And I also got to meet uh, JPL. Hacksaw was really cool, down-to-earth guy. And uh, I had a lot of fun talking to him. And the second that I walked up to JPL, he looked at my shirt. And I was wearing my podcast t-shirt that says, If you give a dad a podcast. And JPL looked at it and just kind of looked at me. And he was like, If you give a dad a podcast, what does that mean? So I explained to him that I had a show and stuff like that. And the girl that was sitting there with him was like, Oh, that sounds really cool. And uh, so, yeah, might be getting a listen there as well. And if you are listening to this right now, welcome. I am glad to have you here. Um, I also got to talk to a few other people as well. I got to meet uh, Red 2. And if you know what I mean, it is um, part of the Rogue Squadron from uh, Star Wars, uh, the uh, A New Hope. When they're about to go into the tunnel, you know, and the... Uh, on the Death Star and stuff. Uh, Red 2, I got to talk to him. And uh, I got to talk to the original Boba Fett, which was really cool to talk with him as well. Um, and for my anime fans, I got to talk to Tenya, the guy who plays the voice of Tenya Ida in the United States. 
and uh, he was really a lot of fun to talk with. I got to meet the Red Power Ranger today, and I got to meet Zordon. So it was a very fun-filled day. I got to see a lot of people. I got to meet some wrestlers. There is a new wrestling company. You heard whenever I talked with um, Justin James on the show that he is going to be doing some stuff with a new company that's in my neck of the woods called Diamond State Wrestling. And uh, I got to meet uh, a couple of those guys today, and that was a lot of fun talking with them. And I think that I'm going to be having some of them on in the future, and I'm going to be talking with them a lot more and everything. Their shows are literally right down the road from my house, and so I'm going to be able to go and enjoy those with them being right in my backyard. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I got to meet all kinds of people, and uh, it was just a great time. And I can't wait to go back again next year. Uh, I got to network with some people. I actually got a first edition comic book. of a. It's a new comic book uh, called Vengeance. And uh, I actually got it signed by the author, and they are creating these comic books uh, as we speak. So I might be having him come on the show to kind of talk about that. There was an author that I met up there that I might be having come on the show as well. I've got, I got to network quite a bit, and it was a lot of fun. I'm a people person. I like to talk, and I like to meet new people. So this was right up my alley. I enjoy going to this. I didn't trip and fall this year. I didn't um, stumble on my words this year. Um, it turned out really good. I had a great time, and I can't wait to go back. A couple more things I want to mention before I get off of here. I want to give a shout-out to my podcast network, the OIW Podcast Network. Those guys are awesome. Go listen to their podcasts as well as mine. You can find them on the OIW Podcast Network, which can be found on social media, and they have their own website and everything. I will have the link in my show notes for it. And I also want to give a special thank you to Dekir for my ending theme song that I have on here that he created for me. I will have links to his stuff as well. So I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Bye. On. He calls us beautiful people, then tells us who we have on. The best part of my day, the world blocked out in my pods. Tell my friends all about it so that they follow along. And the host is kind of nerdy, but guess what I am as well. I don't feel so alone, and I began walking out of my shell. Heard a story, I need a connection I haven't felt. I'll be looking for the next one, tell them farewell. It's the podcast for me. Have it on better go see. Download and tune in remotely. It's the podcast for me. Have it on better go see. And listen closely. Download and tune in remotely. This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network.